Hello, and thank you for joining us on Becoming today. You are listening to episode number 69, Four Areas to Improve Your Personal Growth. Welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tawny Beardall and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. Welcome to Becoming, everyone. Today, we are kicking off a series that's going to be focusing on our personal purposes and personal growth and development. I feel like it was pretty uncanny how this came about. Erica, why don't you explain why we're doing this? So this isn't our idea originally, for sure, just like everything else that we do. But um, (laughs) we are talking about this topic because the church that we belong to, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they started a new youth program that we felt like was so inspired for all youth. It does not matter your religion, your beliefs. It's just such a great program. And when this came out, just starting at the beginning of this year, we, you know, we're getting documents kind of introducing the topic. And we were so excited when we started reading the purpose behind it. And we just felt like it aligned really well with what we are talking about every episode and becoming, which is just trying to hone into who you are and become a better you. Um, Yeah. So when this came out, this is one little part of it that really stood out to me. And it just said that the new approach was intended to help all girls and boys, young women and young men discover their eternal identity, build character and resilience, develop life skills, serve others, and fulfill their divine roles as daughters and sons of God. And the program is super simple, but it's so personalized. And that's what really excites us because it's all about kind of your internal discovery and your growth, which is something that we're just so passionate about. And so we're going to be talking about the four areas to find that personal purpose and growth. And the four areas that they have focused on is physical, spiritual, intellectual, and social. Very simple. Mm -hmm. And within those areas, you can just set goals and try to grow each of those areas. And this all stemmed from a scripture that talks about the Savior in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, it says, Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. So it covers all four areas of those in just one small scripture. So I love that. And it really just speaks to us. So we're going to be focusing this whole mini series on those four areas and doing kind of an intro and then having a guest interview focused on those topics. It's going to be so awesome. And I love this because I am not a huge goal setter personally, but I love that it separates these four areas to make it seem so simple. You could literally just have one thing that you want to work on and grow in in that area. And it doesn't even have to be this big goal that you have to achieve. It can just be something you want to learn about, right? Exactly. And really a lot of your goals can fit into more than one of those areas. So true. And what I really want you guys to focus on, that it's not about, like I said, achieving these big monumental things. What I want you guys to keep in mind is 
that what you get by achieving your goals is not nearly as important as what you become by working on achieving your goals. So it's really not about the destination. It's about the journey, the experience, and the growth that will absolutely happen when you guys just go for it, when you just try. I think we so often shortchange ourselves and just let fear of failure dictate our future. I know you talk about this all the time, Tani, where you're just kind of like, oh, I don't want to try this because that's scary or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how you always were before. But when you kind of change your mindset and you're like, you know what? Even though maybe I think that's just the way I am, that's not necessarily true. We can push ourselves out of that mindset. Well, exactly. I think that's something so many people just like close their grip on. Like, that's just not the way I am. I'm a shy person. I'm someone who struggles in that area. So we hold ourselves back from even attempting to try something new. When we hold so tightly onto that thought that this is just the way I am, I really feel like it stops you from accomplishing your goals and dreams. And those are just really big self-limiting beliefs. And I think it's super discouraging. So we just need to release our grip around these ideas and let God guide us to the potential of who we really can become. And for me, um, there's a scripture that has really encouraged change in me this past year. I'm sure you've heard of Erica. It's Ether 1227. Yes, you shared the scripture with me before. I love this scripture. I love it. I think we should read it. So it says, and if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. And you might notice that the scripture talks about our weaknesses. And some people might view this as being discouraging. That's something we don't want to focus on in goal setting is our weaknesses. But I love this scripture because for me, I feel like it gives me courage to not focus on these weaknesses, but to realize that if I trust in God, that I can become the woman that he foreordained me to be. It helps me realize that my future is limitless and I can achieve anything. That's why I love this scripture. It just reminds me to keep myself humble and realize that with God's help, he can make my weaknesses into strengths. I love that thought. And I know that that's so true. There are so many things that we think are our weaknesses, but they can become stronger and they can become our strengths. And we are born with so many strengths. I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast. All of you have been given strengths and talents, and you get to use those to help actually strengthen some of your weaknesses and make it more fun to work on those things. So I think that that's Mm -hmm. really fun to be able to grow and change. And it's really nice to know that we're not stuck in a certain way because we all have this opportunity to grow and become more. But we can't do it if we don't just try. And like I said, it's not about accomplishing it. It's about what we learn and how we grow from just at least attempting it. And we learned a really cool way to visualize this from a woman named Brooke Snow. I'd love you to explain it, Erica. So this idea was seriously so amazing for me personally because so many times we've talked about, you know, New Year's resolutions or 
setting goals. And that idea can really be challenging for anybody. We hear so much about, oh, you set your New Year's resolutions, but then there's also the stigma of all of those fall flat. Like every year by January 31st, everybody is done with their goals that they were going to do the whole year long. So I love this idea because it's more about consistency than it is about perfection or doing something big every day. So this idea is about floor to ceiling goals. So the goals themselves are kind of all encompassing. So say you're wanting to be more physically active and move your body intentionally each day. So that should be your goal, not I'm going to exercise for an hour every day for the whole year because that is really unobtainable. You're not going to necessarily reach that because one day you're going to be sick. One day you're going to have a full day of activities that you're not going to necessarily be able to do that on purpose. So that floor to ceiling goal, you've got a lower goal that is going to be something more obtainable, even if on your busiest day you can still do it and you will achieve your goal. So maybe only five minutes of intentional movement. So that might be a walk or doing jumping jacks for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be your higher goal of maybe intentionally moving for 30 minutes every day. When you are achieving those goals daily, even if they range from small to big, you have so much more momentum that's going to carry you through this consistency. And then it becomes a habit instead of it being something that you want to do someday. It's something you are doing now and it's okay that it's small some days and it's bigger some days. I love this idea. And I think every goal that we make really needs to have that wiggle room of something small to something bigger. So if it's something spiritual, it might be awesome to do something big, but maybe have a smaller set that you can achieve consistently so that you never feel like you didn't complete that thing. And then you go, Oh, all the winds out of my sails. I guess I'm not going for that goal anymore. Cause mm -hmm. what's the point of even setting goals? If you're just going to give up the second that you fail at them, that's just really disheartening. But I love that idea. I think these goals don't have to be set at regular time intervals. This is something you can do daily. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. Whenever you want to change or do better, it can be right now. I seriously love this because I've really struggled with being an all or nothing person when it comes to goals. If I'm not doing these big things, I'm like, eh, oh well, I tried. <laughs> and I think that's actually caused me to really struggle with confidence and really believing in myself. And I would just get so focused on all that I lacked and what I wasn't accomplishing that I was blind to anything that I really was. So many of these fears have just dissipated in me these last few years as I've just learned how to trust in God and believe in the possibilities of the strengths that are already inside of me that I just need to learn how to step into. And it's helped it not be this all or nothing situation. I just not worried about perfection anymore. And I'm just trying to move forward, like you said, with the momentum. And that will naturally help me become better. And one example from the scriptures that has completely influenced my perspective on this, that kind of helped me see it differently was the story of Enoch. Now, are you familiar with his story? I... I'm possibly confusing him with another story, but yes, I think I know a little bit. <laughs> so Enoch was a prophet in biblical times. 
there is a scripture that is just my favorite. I love it because it's so human. God just asked him to lead all of his people. And this is in Moses 6.31. It states, And when Enoch had heard these words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord and spake before the Lord, saying, Why is it that I have found favor in thy sight? I am but a lad, and all the people hate me, for I am slow to speech. Wherefore, am I thy servant? I mean, how human is that? Oh, yeah. You can, like, you can tell he's already like, I'm not popular. I, nobody's going to pay attention to me. You want me to lead everybody? Right? And so you can just obviously sense the fear and trepidation in Enoch. He is not so sure that God picked the right man for the job. But luckily, Enoch was a man that kept the commandments, and he just trusted in the Lord's vision of his possibilities. When Enoch embraced the man that he was foreordained to be, he spoke with so much power that he actually moved mountains, he made the earth tremble, he changed the courses of rivers, and he caused the roar of lions to be heard from the wilderness. This man went on to become the builder of the greatest city of all time. It was actually the only time recorded in human history where all the people's righteousness did not relapse, and that was called the city of Enoch. And it all began with this man who was less than sure of himself. That example gives me strength to realize, even if I don't see it in myself and I don't feel like I'm good enough, that I can just move one foot in front of the other. And with, like the scripture I talked about in Ether 1227, God will make up the difference and he will just bear me up and help me accomplish what I was meant to do. He could have so easily just held on to all of his insecurities, all of his inabilities, all of his weaknesses, and just not tried. Because if he would have not tried, he wouldn't have been a leader. Like, absolutely. But he trusted God enough to, that God would help him grow his weaknesses into strengths. And he just went for it. He changed and made it happen. And I'm sure that was incredibly difficult, but it's such an amazing example for us to see that we can change. Right? I totally think that the amount of time that we choose to hold on to these doubts and false beliefs about ourselves will be exactly how long it'll take us to change and to begin this process of achieving personal growth. One of the best ways I think we can begin this self-reflecting process is by asking ourselves this question. Are our practices, the way that we're living our daily lives, truly living up to our soulful commitments? Or in other words, do your daily actions reflect your heart's desires, your values, and God's plan for you? And that's something you just really need to think about. If you have these goals and dreams for yourself, are you living up to be that person daily? Can you look back on the day and say, did anything I do help me grow closer to who I want to become? Oh, that's so beautiful. And I think it's so important. It goes back to the fact that we don't have to set these goals once a year. This is something we just have to be intentional about. What do I want to do today? What can I do better tomorrow? What can I say sorry for now and just try a little bit harder next time? And it doesn't mean we sit and beat ourselves up. We just get to try again and try a little harder and try something new. Yes, and when we learn to let go of these beliefs of who we think we are or are not, it just frees up this energy inside of us to be able to focus on the beauty of who we have the ability to become. 
we can really refocus and reallocate that energy and the attention towards appreciating who we really are and what God's plan is for us. When we each individually start to recognize the majesty of who we already are, it will change our lives. And when we do that, I think it will absolutely reflect on the way that we show up and how we impact others. And that's something that personally drives me. It's not always about myself. I want to learn how to become better so I can help serve and love others more fully. I love that. And I think we've talked a lot about this self-discovery of kind of finding your strengths and learning about yourself. But I am so passionate about really seeing yourself and appreciating what you have to offer so that you can start to grow and to start to show up and do more. Yes. And I think one of the best ways we can do this is just by finding the resources that are already within us and around us and choose to start making a difference with them and start believing that God placed you exactly where you are and who you have daily contact with for a reason. And I think we can make big impacts by just being a little bit more vulnerable and willing to show up and to go deeper with those people who are already around us. And that's the beauty of this whole process. We don't have to change our circumstances at all. All you need to start doing is to just change your thoughts and to believe in yourself, to just put yourself out there and to trust that God will make up the difference in us. I totally believe this and I know that God put us where we are for a reason. We have people around us who we can bless and people around us who can bless us. And all we need to do is allow that to happen. Be willing to help others and be willing to learn and grow from others around you. That's beautiful. And how can we do that? Where do we even start? I think that's through just learning how to set these goals and how to expand our existing talents. And by doing that, it will really help us find so much more personal joy. Setting goals in these four areas will help us discover our personal talents and things within us that we might not even recognize that we have. I agree. And I love the idea of challenging yourself to sit down and write something down, even if it's just one word. And you yeah. can use a couple of cues to help you write these things down. Maybe write down things that you love talking about, things that really interest you, things that you really admire about others. Those are really great indicators of things that would help to keep you motivated to even strive to do these things. And I love that it's only four areas. You really don't have to think of a hundred goals. It's just four areas and pretty much anything you think of can fit in those four areas. So this is why we chose to dedicate this next series of episodes to this style of goal setting. And we think that one of the most positive ways that you can do this, that we've learned how to recently and most efficiently is by doing what's called strength-based goal setting. Totally. So our good friend Heather from Align Ambition created a really helpful resource. That's a worksheet. It's a quick way to figure out how to use your strengths to figure out what types of goals you should set. And it goes through some of these great ideas like figuring out what sparks your interest, and all of that, but then you can really use your strengths to help you achieve your goals, and it helps you walk through the process 
so easily. It can be done in just a few minutes and really help spark some ideas that you might not have gotten just on your own. I loved this worksheet and Erica actually used it. She teaches the youth in our church and she used it in a class with a bunch of teens and I popped in because I had to watch my friend in action. (laughs) And it was so much fun to watch these girls fill out this worksheet. It's free. It's amazing to just focus on your strengths and how can they help you accomplish your goals. So awesome. And we'd love you to reflect on that as you follow along with us the rest of the series. Strength-based goal setting is just awesome because it helps you kind of have creative ways to enjoy the goals that you're trying to accomplish. We're not trying to set huge, ridiculous goals. This is just intentional ways to grow in all the four areas. And we're really not trying to make some big giant change in your life. These are small little things and you can just focus on them daily. And it doesn't matter if it's in a small way or in a big way each day, just consistently changing for the better. Obviously we're passionate about this, but that's because we know if you focus on these four topics, which are social, intellectual, physical, and spiritual, this process is going to help you learn who you already are, and it will encourage you to develop into the person that you were meant to become. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.